to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. Today, I'm talking about emotional exhaustion. It's similar to crisis fatigue, which is what I talked about last time. But I'm hearing from so many people right now who are feeling emotionally exhausted. And of course, you can see what I'm struggling with in life sometimes based on the topics that I choose to talk about too. In fact, that's true of any podcaster or author. We usually write or speak about what hurts. So that's today's topic, emotional exhaustion. I was curious just how many of you were feeling emotionally exhausted. So last week, I ran an unofficial poll on my Instagram story. 83% of you said you feel emotionally exhausted right now. So I'm glad we're talking about this because I suspect most of you who are feeling this way haven't talked about it with anyone else. So today, we're talking about why we're so exhausted and what we can do about it. But first, let's talk about what it really means to be emotionally exhausted. Last week, when I talked about crisis fatigue, I discussed how the crisis of the pandemic or a personal crisis that lingers for weeks or months can lead to fatigue. But you don't necessarily have to be dealing with a crisis to feel worn out. You might feel emotionally exhausted because there are just too many demands placed on you. Here's an example. Maybe you have a lot of work to do at your job every day but there are some additional things going on in the office that require your attention aside from just those everyday tasks. Maybe issues with colleagues, for example. And that interferes with your productivity and drains a lot of your energy. Then maybe at home, you take care of someone, like your kids or an elderly parent. And perhaps you have some personal issues you're working through too, like you're trying to manage your own health issues or you're tackling a serious financial problem. Maybe on top of all that, you're also dealing with a contentious divorce or some ongoing custody issues. That might not sound exactly like your life, but I bet you could easily replace some of those struggles with struggles of your own. Because we all have struggles in life, and sometimes we have one giant struggle that takes a lot of time and mental energy, like a life or death health issue. At other times, though, we have a whole pile of struggles that require an ongoing juggling act, and we have to decide which issue needs to be prioritized in the moment. Those are the kinds of things that lead to emotional exhaustion. So, well, yes, we're dealing with a national and an international crisis at the moment. It's quite possible that those things aren't demanding all your attention. Instead, you might just be so emotionally exhausted from your everyday life that you just don't have anything left to give. So how do you know when you're emotionally exhausted? The first telltale sign is that you go from intense emotions to feeling numb. Let's say you're worried about a loved one who has some unexplained health issues lately, and you're concerned that they might have something seriously wrong. So you schedule multiple doctor's appointments hoping to get some answers, but every doctor does a bunch of tests and sends you away without any real information. For the first few appointments, you'll probably experience intense anxiety as you anticipate some answers on what's going on with your loved one and what kind of treatment they might need. But after several weeks of appointments and seeing a whole bunch of doctors and getting zero answers, you might just start to feel numb. Your intense anxiety might subside and you might just feel really tired and somewhat apathetic. At first, that feels really good. 
The relief from anxiety can feel amazing. But pretty quickly, you're going to realize that you don't just numb the uncomfortable emotions. When you're emotionally exhausted, you'll be numb to everything. You won't experience the same happiness and the same excitement as you used to. And you might find that you're just going through the motions. Even when you're doing things that are supposed to be fun, you might feel kind of like a zombie who's there physically, but that you're not there mentally. And you might spend your spare time doing more mind-numbing things, like scrolling through your phone or just staring at the TV. If any of that rings true, trust that you're not alone. Everyone feels emotionally exhausted sometimes. And when you feel that way, the typical take care of yourself advice doesn't work. Like a 30-minute bubble bath doesn't erase three months of sheer exhaustion. And of course, you should take care of yourself. Eat healthy, sleep if you can, get some exercise, and do whatever it is that you do to take care of yourself. All of those things can help, but there's a chance that you're already doing your best to manage those things and you still feel exhausted. And hearing that you should just take better care of yourself only reinforces that there's something wrong with you and it might exhaust you even more. So I'm gonna share something else that can help. But before I do, let me tell you what not to do. Don't avoid tackling problems. That makes emotional exhaustion worse. But I know it's hard. When you're exhausted, your brain will convince you that you can't possibly tackle that pile of unpaid bills. Or it will tell you that making a phone call is too much work. Or that you shouldn't bother asking for help because someone will probably say no. Avoidance, though, makes emotional exhaustion a lot worse. Our problems don't go away. They just keep piling up. When you know there's a pile of problems waiting for you, you get even more emotionally exhausted. So what's the solution? It's actually to push yourself to take action. I know when you're tired, that's not what you want to hear. But it's really the key to breaking out of that pattern that causes us to feel exhausted. When you find yourself thinking that you can't do something or that there's no sense in trying or something isn't going to work, take a deep breath and remind yourself that you've gone through tough times before and you can do this too. Then go do something. Whether you make a phone call that you've been putting off or you tackle that pile of dishes in the sink, getting something done reduces your exhaustion. Now, I know there are some situations where there's not a specific problem to tackle. You might be exhausted because of something going on in the news or because of someone else's behavior. In those cases, though, there's still something you can do. Do one thing that makes the world a little bit better. It doesn't have to be big and it doesn't have to cost any money. It doesn't even have to take up much time. But you can always show gratitude and appreciation towards someone else. Send a friend a long text message about why you appreciate them. Reach out to a stranger that you follow on social media to tell them how much you appreciate their content. Give your neighbors some flowers. Tell someone that they're doing a good job. Those kinds of things can actually help you feel a lot better. And you never know what a kind gesture might turn into. A few days ago, I was on a plane and the man next to me asked the flight attendant for water. The flight attendant forgot and never brought him that bottle of water that he asked for. And then I realized I had an unopened bottle of water in my bag, so I gave it to him. For the rest of the flight, we had this amazing conversation. And it all started just because I handed him a bottle of water. And the conversation was an added benefit. But being able to do something small, like giving someone a bottle of water, felt really good. A little act of kindness can remind you that no matter how bad things are, there's always something that you can control. You can contribute a little bit of kindness to the world, no matter how exhausted you feel. That might sound kind of counterintuitive, though, that you should contribute something when you feel like you have nothing to give, but it works. 
Here's why. We feel our best in life when we have control over something. Emotional exhaustion often comes about because we feel like we have control over nothing. Taking back control, even if it's over something small, reminds us that there are things we can control even in the worst of circumstances. So if you're feeling emotionally exhausted right now, identify one step you can take today to either address a specific problem or to make the world a little bit better. Then go do it. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.